Every year in the NFL, it's a new team. As far as goals go, we have one. Putting a ring on our finger. Welcome to the Buccaneers Observer Podcast. This is Ralph Phillips. I'm Molly Beth. Today is January 17th, 2022, better known as Victory Monday. Victory Monday. Mm-hmm. Three more games. Three more <laughs> games. Oh yeah. Was that a beatdown or what? Playoff Buccaneers Playoff are back, baby. Man. It's man. amazing. We looked incredible. Yes. Just flawless. We, our defense balled out. And our, our offense did too. I mean, we were getting mm-hmm. chunk plays left and right uh, up until the fourth quarter when we didn't really care and then we just started running and everything. I know. But, I mean, we were just at will, at will, getting 15, 20 yards. Bam, 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 bam. It was great. And our defense, man, game ball to the defense. Yes. Were, I know. They showed up. They right? showed up like right? we wanted them to. You know, and we had said in our predictions, we were like, man, this is all contingent on the defense showing up. You know, Barrett coming in, Vonta coming in, JPP coming in and playing good football. And they did. You know, you predicted 27-16. The final score was 31 to 15. To 15. So you were you were technically closer. <laughs> I That's predict- the best kind of close. I, I predicted 45-9, but you have to say, in spirit, I was a lot closer. Right, but like technically I was. Yeah, like, yeah. I actually was. <laughs> <laughs> oh, at no point in that game, at no point did I feel worried at all. No. I mean, good Lord, they didn't even score until like 12 minutes left in the fourth quarter. I know. That is just incredible. I'm bummed we didn't get a shutout. Yeah. Like, I'm a little greedy. Not going to lie. I didn't. I thought it would be a little closer game than what it was, but we just trounced them. I mean, it was not. Yeah. We made them look like they didn't belong in the playoffs. We're going to make everybody look that way. Yeah. You know, I'm watching it and I just think, oh my God, everyone we faced in the playoffs last year has like PTSD right now. But we we didn't play two of them. I mean, two of them didn't even make it to the playoffs, the Saints and That's the right. Washington. Uh, but Green Bay, they're hoping that San Francisco beats them next week because they don't want to see they don't us want to play in the championship. They do not mm-hmm. want to play us. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm telling you, man. When we bring our A game, nobody can touch us. Can't stop. Nobody. And, you know, Green Bay's got to go up against 49ers who beat Dallas. Oh, my gosh, that game. Did, you know – I would have said Dallas was going to win, but everybody was saying 49ers is playing the best football right now. They're, you know, a lot of people were picking the 49ers. I was like, really? Uh, but then they come out there and beat them. But, you know, a lot of it was due uh, – the Cowboys were coming back. You know, poor coaching is what I would say. But Yeah. Uh, McCarthy, yeah, you mm-hmm. know, that's what you get. But, you know, Dallas <clears throat> was down – they were down a touchdown and they drove down the field and got – uh, what, what like on the fifteen yard line, mm-hmm. and let's see, they ran they ran that quarterback draw, and he slid down with seven seconds left, and then so they had to run up to the line of scrimmage and snap the ball and spike it, and so the ref the ref has to place the ball, right? Not so, the center, yeah. They were no. Trying to let the center do it, yeah. That was a little bit, but you know, when when high adrenaline's going, you're not thinking right. Uh, but the ref did get up there, and you know they kind of fumbled around a little bit. Yeah, he knocked into Dak Prescott. Yeah, yeah. in the center. Yep, and they uh, snapped the ball. They snapped that ball. I, I put it on frame by frame. That ball snapped the very second that it went to zero. So mm-hmm. you know it's a you know could have gone either uh, way. It could have gone either way. I think Take the refs should have let it play out myself because you know they do that with. With the the, the uh, delay of game, mm-hmm. you know, when it hits zero, they don't even Mm-mm. think about looking. It's not, you know, it's usually a, a second or two after it hits zero that they'll call 
a delay of game. This is a little bit different, but, you know, he did snap that ball right when it turned zero. And it really surprised me when the refs, you know, they conferred and then they turned around and they said, the game's over and then ran to the tunnel. Sure did. <laughs> because you that crowd why? was pissed. That crowd was pissed. But you know what? They they started throwing shit at the players. I thought they had thrown it to the refs. Uh-uh. They hit the players. Yeah. They The uh, journalists like asked specific, I think. Who'd they ask? Well, I don't know. It was a draft. They, I think, whoever took the video or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. Oh well. They, whoever was tweeting it. That's that hey, I clarified. My favorite words in the English language. Not my problem. I know. <laughs> <laughs> we're going on. Three more games. Oh Three more games. Gosh. So we don't know who we're playing yet next next Sunday, but we are playing at home. Oh yeah, three o'clock uh, on Sunday. Three o'clock on Sunday. So, so we're the last NFC game. Uh, okay. Green Bay and San Francisco will play Saturday. Oh really? Mm-hmm. So they're having one NFC. Mm-hmm. How many? How many NFC games are left? Just the two. Just the two. Yeah. Okay, and then it's the NFC Championship mm-hmm. and then Super Bowls. Mm-hmm. So, yep. The the we won't know until tonight between the Cardinals and the, and the Rams. So we're gonna get one of those two. Molly wants the Cardinals. Yeah. She says that they're gonna be an easier team to beat, and she's got a point because Rams have had our number for quite a few years in a row now. I think the Cardinals they're on a downward slope. First of all, they um, they're faster. They're they're a lot like Philadelphia. Mm. I think they're yeah. built a lot like Philly and it's a bit real speedy team. Yeah, I think it's like what you always say: you box a fighter and fighter boxer. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like the Rams are very similarly built to our team, where yes. they're tougher. Um, they do have a high flying offense. And so I think we'd have an easier time against the Cardinals. I concur. But in my opinion. I do want to see the Rams have them come to our house in the playoffs and beat them. Because I, I think we can. Yeah. That's yes. another thing. I think that they yeah. are kind of on They're a on downward them. slope. I mean, they made it in, but it was a shootout between them and Arizona to even get the div- to get the division. Mm-hmm. And it really could have gone either way. Yep. And... I think they only got the division title because of Arizona going down, not necessarily what they did. So yes, uh, we we did play the Rams back in week three. We lost 24, right? Ten point loss. We Is have it that bad. Yeah, we have not played the Cardinals in quite a while, but we haven't played them. We didn't play them this year. Mm. So it was thirty four twenty four. You are correct, sir. You know, I was looking at the um, 49ers record because I was like, I had heard that they're playing really well and, you know, they were kind of the team to be in the NFC. And I was like, well, I want to see who they play because, you know, you could be coming on hot at the end of the season, but then you play like the NFC East or you play Detroit or whatever. Like that doesn't matter. Yeah, like like what Philly did. They they had played mm-hmm. Washington twice, mm-hmm. the Giants twice, the Jets. Mm-hmm. And they, just, they had nobody at the end of their schedule. Yeah. So I looked at the San Francisco and they had won four of their last five and three of those teams were – in the playoffs that they had played and they only lost to one of them. Okay. So three or yeah, three of their last five opponents were playoff caliber teams Mm -hmm. and they beat two of them. Wow. So pretty impressive. So I'm like, Ooh, San Francisco. That's why I think that they can beat green Bay. They can't beat us. Yeah. They've got uh, Debo Samuel. He's, he's really popping Mm -hmm. off. He's a, he could pretty much do anything. I mean, as a matter of fact, he had like 72 yards rushing. He's a wide receiver. What? Had 72 yards rushing against what Dallas. The? It's the most rushing that any receiver has ever had in the playoffs. That's crazy. Yeah. I think he even threw a touchdown pass. <laughs> the guy does everything. He's like Cordell Patterson with Ridiculous. the Falcons. Uh, yeah, so, you know, let's not, let's not talk too much about that yet. Okay. Let's talk okay. about this game, yo. This game. Man, what a beatdown. Uh, we, we had everybody score touchdowns. Giovanni scored touchdowns. Vaughn scored touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Mike scored touchdowns. 
Gronk got one. Gronk got one. Uh, Gronk ended up. How many yards did he have? You got the stats there, don't you? I do. He had 31 yards. He had his 15th career postseason receiving touchdown, which is the second most in playoff history behind guess who. Take a guess. Receiving touchdowns? Receiving touchdowns in playoff history. This is the history of the whole league. Uh... I don't know. I want to say Jerry Rice or yes. somebody like yes, Jerry oh, Rice. Yeah. All right. Take, can you edit all the hesitation <laughs> out? Just make it look like I did. <laughs> Just make it. You were snappy with it. Snappy Jerry Rice. With it. Yeah, uh, Jerry Rice has twenty-two pre, uh, playoff touchdowns. Gronk has fifteen. Mm. Uh, he finished this game with ninety-four career playoff catches, which moved him past Reggie Wayne for third most all time. That's crazy. That's tight end. He's a beast, though. God, ridiculous. Uh. Uh, Tom Brady, his uh, win over the Eagles marked his thirty-fifth playoff win. Now check this out. Good lord, thirty-fifth playoff win. He has more playoff wins than twenty-eight other NFL franchises. Yeah, I think all the quarterbacks in the playoffs currently they like totaled all their playoff wins, and it was like sixteen. Wow. Even Aaron Rodgers? I think so. Wow. Well, check this out. Uh, the Patriots, the Packers, and the Steelers have more playoff wins as, a, as teams than Tom Brady. But if Tom Brady wins the Super Bowl, he will have more playoff victories than any team Ooh. in the NFL. Oh. Yeah, that's how close he is. Okay. He's got 35. Uh, the Patriots have 37. Packers have 36. The Steelers have 36. Okay. Oh, and the Cowboys have 35, so he's tied with them. Okay. So wow. if he goes to the Super Bowl, boom, he's going to have more playoff wins than yeah. every team wow. in the league. That is insane. That is crazy. Love okay, it. can we talk about um, – I know you want to talk about this game, but I want to talk about other things. So, uh, Bill <laughs> Belichick oh. getting beat down oh, what that by was. the Bills. That terrible was a. The that Bills were unstoppable. They scored. Uh, they were the first first team in Super Bowl era to score a touchdown on each of their first seven drives of a playoff game. What? It's an absurd record. No teams ever even scored on their first five drives before Buffalo did it. They did it seven times. They did not punt, kick a field goal, or have a turnover. Oh That's never happened before either. They just dominated that game. I know. It looked like the Patriots were just not prepared at all. They just got rolled over. I'm, you know, I'm calling it. I'm saying it. It was Tom Brady. It wasn't Bill Belichick. I know. You got to say know, it now. I said that. And then the, um, New England, they brought in that Mac Jones. They got rid of Cam Newton. Mm -hmm. And it That's really smart. looked like they were turning into something. Mm -hmm. They were competitive in the division. They made it to the playoffs. And then they just laid an egg. Yes. In the playoffs. Badly. Oh, God. Badly. Mm -mm -mm. I mean, you know, I still respect Belichick as a coach. As a matter of fact, sure. you know, the guy, if you've ever watched any of his press conferences, he's new, usually very short and curt with them. And this is something I, Molly will attest to this. I complain about it all the time. The questions these professional uh, the reporters ask are just the vast majority of them are just inane. Most of them are, how do you feel? Mm -hmm. That was That's what their questions are. How do you feel about this? How do you feel about this? Or this happened here. Can you tell us how you felt? Or, you know, it's just all about their feelings. You know, and you're asking these coaches and players to talk about their feelings. That's not what they do. It's not what they want to do. Mm -hmm. So they usually give generic or very Kurt answers. Mm -hmm. You just got to ask them the right questions. And Belichick, right. and most of these guys, they love football. They love football. You ask them a football question, they will prattle on forever. Mm -hmm. And how these journalists and stuff don't understand this is beyond me. I know. This one idiot reporter kept asking Belichick what his New Year's resolution was. <laughs> like more than <laughs> one occasion, she asked it. Yeah. And he just, was like, gave a very Bill right. Belichick answer. I but, don't even know if he verbalized anything, if anything came out. Uh, a reporter asked Belichick a couple weeks ago, asked him about – it was so funny. The, the guy was like, you know, I really hate to ask this question. And he, he hated to ask it because it was so out of character for 
media people to ask good questions, I assume. But he said, uh, Belichick, why is the long snapper position, is it just that difficult and hard that you have to carry a, a roster spot just for long snappers? He said, this is something I've been dwelling on forever, and I'd, I'd just like to get your take on it. Bill Belichick gave probably one of the best answers and lessons. I mean, that's a, that's how, the only way you could put it. He talked for 11 minutes straight about it. <laughs> about and it was, snapper. oh my God, it was fascinating. <laughs> I mean, he broke it down. He talked about the history of the long snappers, the placeholders, the kickers, the punters, all that. He was naming names from 1970s and 80s and the 90s. And he was explaining why it is the way it is. And it, it made so much sense. And he just broke it down. And you could just tell he was thrilled to death to talk about it. Well, that is what I've heard about him. Someone that came from New England, and I can see it. Like, he was kind of a blonde guy, like long blonde. I think he was a, a linebacker. Mm-hmm. But he said in the meetings, Belichick just goes through the football history, history. of mm-hmm. their opponents and, like, their coaching trees and who they came from and mm-hmm. what their philosophy is. And all they go through the history of the franchise, like, all this stuff. And yeah, I think it's a, he's the, just, the principle of know your enemy. Yeah. So he, you know, he gets his, he teaches his players the history and the culture of the opposing team. I would love to be in some of those lessons. Yeah. Well, you know, he's not the best speaker in the world, so he might put you to sleep. <laughs> and then, like, to talk about history, which is a little dry <laughs> to begin yeah. with. <laughs> yeah, a dry teacher on a dry yeah. subject. Yeah. But you know that I, I really like Bill Belichick as a coach. You know, don't mean to disparage him or anything, but to me, it's obvious that it was Tom Brady. If you would have asked me before Tom Brady came to our team, I would have said it was 60-40, uh, 60% Belichick, 40% Brady. Now it's totally flipped. I'd say I'd, I'd even go 70-30, 70% Brady, 30% Belichick. I think you could put Brady on the Cleveland Browns or the Detroit Lions, and they would have a winning record. Interesting. He's just—he's just, he's just I that. I would good. almost. I mean, I don't want him to leave the Buccaneers. But you almost want to see that happen. But I want to see that happen. <laughs> I do. Yeah. Well, I mean, you see, he—he he had Mike Evans and Gronk out there. But other than that, I mean, who do you have? Sour Grayson Johnson. No, Grayson didn't even play. He oh, that's right. Him. That's yeah. right. Yeah. So who? Perriman. What? Who dropped. Okay, I'm still thinking about this. Sending. Tom Brady into Detroit Lions. What if we did a reality show where you take Peyton Manning and let him coach the Jacksonville Jaguars for a season? Let, let, let's think about this like after Tom Brady retires. Right. Give Peyton Manning the Jacksonville Jaguars and you give Tom Brady the Detroit Lions and let them coach a season mm. and see how it goes. In coaching, huh? Coaching. I think they could both do it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think Peyton Manning would probably win that. Yeah, just the coaching edge. He's such okay. a good. Okay, let field Tom general. play for the Detroit Lions oh, and then, let yeah. um, Peyton coach. Yeah, the then job. Brady would get it. Think so. Yes, one hundred percent. Okay, all right. Yeah. Okay, okay. I'm done. Let's Eagles game. Let's talk I'm about this focused. game. I got my blinders on. Let's talk so about I'm this game. Okay, it was rainy. I mean, uh, windy there. And Holy it, crap. It, it did affect windy. the game. When when I saw how windy it was, I was like, oh, no, that's going to hurt us because, you know, we're a passing team and they're a running team. So it's much more of an advantage to them. It hurt in the punt and kickoffs. Uh, we didn't have very good punts. They didn't have very good punts. As a matter of fact, the first quarter they shanked a punt, for, <laughs> a 27-yard punt. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, then we got the ball, dropped a bunch of passes, and then we punted it, and it was a 31-yard punt. So I'm immediately thinking, oh, no, you know, this is going to turn out to be a mess. Uh, but then we just started scoring touchdowns. It didn't even look windy on the field. Like every now and then you would see garbage, like, rolling across like a tumbleweed. But yeah. other than that, it yeah, didn't the, look windy on the field. There but was, it, they showed the trees outside, and it looked like a hurricane. Yeah. Right. There's nothing in the stadium that really shows except for the flags up on the the goalposts. But they're high up anyway, so you kind of expect them to be waving. And all yeah, that. a little bit. Yeah. 
Uh, let me see. The, in the first quarter, Philadelphia, that defense, they got that unnecessary roughness hit on Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. I did not like the officiating in this game. I hit thought it sucked. Hip. Yeah, that was that was. I didn't like that. You know, I'm not I'm not a big fan of roughing quarterback rules anyhow. But that one was just like you're like what? Hit him in the hip. No big deal, man. Tom's tougher than that. Uh, and then Tristan Wirfs got hurt. Ooh. Oh, Tristan, he's in a boot today. Mm-hmm. They're saying it's a sprained ankle, and they'll know by like Friday if he can play. Man, I hope he can because I as soon as he got hurt, they trotted Josh Wells out there, and I was like, oh my god, no. no. Yeah, and he had some boneheaded plays. We'll get to those in a minute, but well, he's hurt too, apparently, from this game. Yeah, and they because they were talking about worst case scenario, they were going to move Kappa over to right tackle and then put Stinney at right guard. Okay, and they said that could be possible. Yeah, I think Josh Wells is still hurt, so that could be possible for this week coming up. Hmm. Interesting. I, th- not I think until Friday. I think Worf's will he'll, he'll fight through it. You know, sprained ankle. That's one of those things where the medical doctors can't keep you on the bench for that. Yeah. You know. Well, it's one of those things, too. It kind of gives people, like, when he hurt his ankle and then went back out there, Mm. it gave people the fodder. Like, see, A.B. was right. They're trying to make him people Uh, play. uh, Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he went back out there later in the second half, right? And he was limping around after every play, and so they just pulled him. Yeah. Uh, And then shortly thereafter that, Jensen got hurt. He ended up coming back in the game, though. He was pissed. Oh, yeah. He punched the earth. He was <laughs> what did earth do to you? He punched, he punched the earth in the face, gave it a black eye. <laughs> he was mad just hitting the ground with his fist. He was uh, pissed. Well, and then he cussed out the trainers. Yeah, trainers he, come to help him off. He was like, get the F off of me yeah. or away from me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he ended up coming back out and playing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Worst tried later in the game, but didn't last long. Uh, oh, and then you have oh my gosh, okay, okay, yes, Let's do it. Uh, the 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 punt and kickoffs weren't the greatest in the world. Now, last week, yeah, you had said Pinion is still dealing with a hip issue. Mm-hmm. Yes, last week, you know, one thing about Pinion is he's really good at kicking the ball out of the back of the end zone on kickoffs. Last week, he didn't do it. They were able to return most of them, and this week. The same. A lot of that was mm-hmm. due to the win. Mm-hmm. Both teams were like that. They were very short kickoffs mm-hmm. and very short punts. Uh, but our kickoff teams did great. I mean, we were getting down there, and that that fumble, Scotty mm-hmm. Miller, man, I mean, he just took off running. He was that gunner on the Yay. other side of the field. He ran all the way from the other side of the field at full speed. And he, as soon as that guy touched the ball, he clobbered him. Bam. <laughs> And the, I mean, the guy, the ball kind of stayed still because the guy never really got his hands on it. I mean, yeah. he, his fingertips touched it. Mm-hmm. And the next thing you know, he was taken out of the picture. The ball was still laying there. I mean, there was nothing he could do. Yeah. Scotty on him, which I love Scotty's play. Like, that's one of those that's gritty just, plays just, that BA wanted him to. That's the second time he did that this yeah. year. Remember, he did it back in, oh my God. I want to say it was the first Philadelphia game. Oh, really? But it might not have been. Yeah, remember, he mm-hmm. went down there and clobbered the. Returner and caused him to fumble it. I don't remember. Man, uh, but we had a couple of plays like that. Uh, there was the guy fumbled it. Philadelphia guy ended up going backwards and picked it up on like the one yard line, and then we tackled mm-hmm. him at like the six. Mm-hmm. Yeah, our we we they had one return. They got a return for thirty one. Was when they scored their first touchdown. They got the return for thirty one yards, mm-hmm. and then they got a. A screen pass that went for 30-some yards, and then they got the Boston Scott touchdown run for 31 yards. So it was back-to-back-to-back big plays that they got. That was their first touchdown. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. And that was, I want to say, 12 minutes in the fourth quarter. That was (laughs) 31-zip going into the fourth quarter. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) You know, I feel for him. You know, and you were saying you really like Jalen Hurts, like as a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Not, you know, typically we're not a fan of these runners, but he's so judicious with yeah. it. He's just not, he's not skittish. 
No. And he does have an arm, and he could be a pocket passer if he had to. Mm -hmm. Yes, that play where he was throwing it to, oh, gosh, I don't know who the guy's name was, number one, I think it was. He was standing in the end zone, and Jamal Dean, Jamel Dean had fallen down mm. in coverage, slipped again, Tampa Bay Field. He had they slipped. got to find that lawn guy. <laughs> the, the number one horticulturist. Mm -hmm. Uh, so this guy's wide open in the end zone, and Hurts chunks it to him. Edwards comes running over from midfield. He was the midfield safety. Come running over from midfield and got that interception. That was mm. beautiful. beautiful. It was like a toe tapper, too. He was right near yeah, the Taiwan. Right, because he was running at full speed. Mm -hmm. And uh, mm -hmm. Juke got out in front of it. Got and, his feet in. Yes. Uh, let me see. Second quarter... Uh, 10-01, Brady got sacked, right? We had four sacks in this game. Yeah, we gave up four sacks. Yeah. Uh, that sack was a miscommunication between Marpet and Jensen. It was it was hilarious. They were blocking the same guy they were doubling. This happens a lot. Mm -hmm. And it's it. they really need to keep stats on, you know, sacks and who levels them up. Because, you know, like, like I pointed out in the Tiffy video last week that, you know, the sack they got on us – was because Keyshawn Vaughn screwed up. The running back mm -hmm. had nothing to do with the offensive line. Yeah. You know? And it makes them look bad. Right. It makes the offensive line look bad. That's how everybody looks at stat sacks as an offensive line issue. Uh, but here, they were double-teaming this guy and had him, you know, I mean, he wasn't going anywhere, and they were all just kind of standing there. So they both at the same time decided to stop and help the guys beside him <laughs> double-team. So they both just turned away, and that guy was like, oh, crap, there's nobody blocking me now, and he just ran straight oh my to Tom gosh. Brady. That's funny. Uh, another sack was given up, and it was because of Josh Wells. He got beat by Kerrigan, and it was just a flat out. He just bull rushed him, you know. And Kerrigan's one where, you know, we were talking about the Eagles don't really have a lot of outstanding players on defense. You know, you have Fletcher Cox and uh, uh, Darius Slay. But Kerrigan, I love Kerrigan. I think he's he's awesome. But they had him listed as the second string. He was a backup linebacker. But he played a lot in this game. And he he he, he was getting some pressure. Was he the one from Washington? Yes. Oh. Yeah. You kept talking about him and I'm like, I don't know who this guy is. Yeah. But anyhow, he beats he beats Josh Wells and pushes Josh Wells back and then he, he sacked Brady. But that really wouldn't have mattered because even if Josh Wells would have blocked Kerrigan, Fletcher Cox steamrolled Kappa on that play, just rolled oh, right over no. top of him. And he was right there with Kerrigan. So if if Kerrigan wouldn't have beat Wells, uh, Fletcher Cox had beaten Kappa. So it was that play was a wash from the gig. <laughs> it was like immediately they just busted through the line. We're lucky it didn't happen a lot more often than it did. Uh, let me see. Philadelphia in the in the second quarter now. They were down 17 zip at this point, I think. Yes. And Correct. they went for it on fourth down twice because they were just getting whooped so bad. Now the first time first time they went for it, this was about the four minute mark before halftime. Uh they got it. And then mm -hmm. they, they moved down the field more and they got a little bit into field goal range. I think it would have been a fifty six yarder or something, but with that wind. He just didn't really want to try it. So they went for it again, and uh, it was almost intercepted by Carlton Davis. Oh. We ended up taking over on our 37. But that's the thing about our secondary in this game. We had two interceptions. One of them was by the secondary. The other one was by outside linebacker, Shaq Barrett. Great, excellent, excellent play. We'll get to that in a second. But the rest of our secondary, we had – I think it was seven or nine pass defenses. Five of those were almost interceptions. Oh, no. I mean, oh my God. we were dropping more interceptions than they were getting incompletions. Oh, my God. They were getting completions. Yeah, we were, we were all over that field, man. Yeah, we had seven passes defended. Yeah, five of those were <laughs> near interceptions. Oh I think everybody God. on the field had one almost. Amazing. So then there's a, there's the next stupid penalty. Uh, Carlton Davis, he got an unsportsmanlike conduct penalty for taking his helmet off in celebration. 
Right. I don't understand the helmet rule because I feel like I see guys take their helmets off all yes. the time. Yes. Levante David, David did it against Dallas. Remember, he, he almost had an interception and Carlton Davis was behind him and Carlton Davis would have gotten the interception if he wouldn't have hit the ball. But still, David came close to getting an interception and he was so frustrated after the, the play, he took his helmet off and started beating it on the ground. Yeah. And they didn't call a penalty on that. But here, here's when they do call a penalty. Uh, yeah, Keanu Neal, the safety for the Falcons, uh, he got a penalty in the end zone I think it was, it was two years ago. Uh, he, he had just come off injury, his Achilles heel, and then he got hurt in the end zone, Achilles heel, out for the season. He's laying on the ground, and he takes his helmet off. He's in, on pain. Medical staff is coming out. He takes his helmet off. They threw a flag on him. <sighs> <laughs> These people are shameless. Yeah. Tyreek Hill. Remember we talked about this last year. Uh, he took his helmet off against the Chargers in the end zone. There he scored the play, took his helmet mm -hmm. off, was running around with his helmet off. No play there. <clears throat> you know that. I don't I, mind the rules. Just be consistent. Be co exactly. If you can't be consistent with the rule, you don't need to have the rule. It's that simple. It's that simple. And of course, this didn't affect the game at all. It's just aggravating. All yeah. every penalty that was called on us, except for the JPP offside penalty. Was BS. Does he get an offsides penalty in like every game? Every game. Him, Shaq Barrett. Basically. Yeah. I just all... want to know how many he has on the season because I'm pretty sure how many he's played in what, like 13 <laughs> games? He's got 13 offsides penalties. Some games double did double two. Well, multiple. Bruce Arians told everybody on the defensive line that they get one penalty a game, oh. one offside mm. penalty. Oh, offsides. Okay. Yeah. Well, no one's going to say anything to JPP if he goes over that. Yeah. <laughs> so. That might be a JPP rule. He was like, I'll tell you what, coach. <laughs> uh, then with 50 seconds left, Mike Edwards with that excellent, excellent touchdown, man. I mean, interception. Saving a touchdown. He just ran over. Zip, took it. It was amazing. I mean, he ran half the field Was from, from midfield. When Jalen Hurts released that ball, it, it looked like a touchdown to everybody that was in that mm -hmm. stadium because he's standing there wide open in the end zone, nobody around him. And Jalen Hurts chunks it. Edwards just flew over there. Man, that was that was beautiful. That's what you want to see in the playoffs. Mm -hmm. Awesome, awesome play. Uh, and then the, the Brady got sacked with 27 seconds left before halftime. That's the one where Kerrigan and – uh, Fletcher Cox beat the mess out of Kappa. And then, didn't they get the ball back? And there was like just a little bit of time left. I felt mm, like. Yeah, I think so. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, so in the third quarter, 12-25 in the third quarter, Levante David almost get in, got an interception, got his hands on the ball, went right through him. Uh, 11 oh, yeah, and that's when, you know, that's why you're on the defense, buddy. <laughs> I got no hands. Yeah. Levante doesn't have that many interceptions. But, no. Uh, but it was like, if he had just like kind of had his elbows together more, mm -hmm. it like it went right through his hands and then went through the whole, the mm -hmm. whole right between his elbows. So if he just had his elbows together a little more, he would have had that. Maybe you can give him some pointers. Uh, coach him, yeah. Send him a video. Mm -hmm. Technique. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, 11.30 in the third quarter, 72 Wells. He got beat at the line of scrimmage. Oh, I mean, the no. guy, you know, I mean, we've been talking about this dude kind of like how we used to talk about Donovan Smith. I mean, he's or just. Caleb Beninock. Yes. You know, but he's on the team, so I'm not going to say. What you think. Yes. I'm <laughs> just going to <laughs> hold the guy accountable. You know, I'll point out his mistakes. Uh, but he, he, he gets beat at the line of scrimmage. Uh, I think it was 93 that beat him. But he spins around and ends up blocking Ron Gronkowski. It was the weirdest thing. He's, he's just sitting there just blocking Gronkowski for like almost a second before he like realizes, oh, crap, that's my own teammate. And the guy he was supposed to be blocking who beat him ended up getting a tackle for a loss, like four yards. Yes. Wasn't it at the end of the game when he gave up a sack 
they all wa- walk back to the bench and all the offensive line is like already on the bench and they nobody he talked walked to him. Over, yeah nobody talked to him they would not look at him <laughs> they wouldn't yeah. <laughs> that was so funny he got the cold shoulder for like everybody in that yeah, room yeah uh Shaq Barrett with an excellent excellent interception oh my gosh that was a 539 in the Third quarter, he goes back into coverage, right? Now he's playing zone, so he goes back, and Goddard's the first guy that comes into his zone. It's like from the line of scrimmage. So he's like, he's like, got, he's covering Goddard until Goddard starts to go to the middle, and then he releases him to the middle zone, right? Well, about that time, number eight, I think it was, the receiver comes into his zone. So Barrett runs up, gets in front of, or gets behind eight, and then eight loops around him. And runs out of his zone and into the seam between the two zones. Now, that's exactly what he was supposed to do. It was a mm-hmm. zone beater play. And Jalen Hurts saw it and threw a beautiful pass. But I'll be damned if Shaq Barrett didn't read that, backpedaled a couple couple feet, and then just jumped up in the air, one-handed interception by an outside linebacker <laughs> playing zone coverage 20 yards downfield. It was beautiful, uh. man. And it's what I've been wanting to see out of these outside linebackers. You know, we saw uh, uh, O'Connor. Nelson. Nelson. Nelson did it, you know, bad in a pass down uh, a couple weeks ago. And that was beautiful. And I, was, I, I said in my TV video, I was like, you know, I want to see more of this from the linebackers because we drop them back in coverage quite a bit. About one in every five plays, pass plays. Uh, so about 20% of the pass protection, we have either an outside linebacker or a defensive lineman back in coverage we had Vita in coverage a couple times in this game it's a it's always funny when he's back mm-hmm. in coverage because the guy can't jump six inches is the highest i've ever seen him jump. but maybe he fares better against these shorter quarterbacks because they <laughs> i think he's just supposed to be a body yeah you know that confuses the quarterback well and then no one out there wants to get hit by him right yeah you don't want to get tackled by him for mm-hmm. sure if the hit don't get you the him falling on top of you <laughs> But, yeah, man, Barrett jumped up. That was a beautiful interception. And for an outside linebacker to be doing that, Mm -hmm. my goodness. And it was really a nice play by the Eagles. I mean, it was, you know, they called the right play. He threw it to the right guy, right spot. But you you can't beat it if you've got an outside linebacker that's going to jump up 12 feet in the air to get a one-handed interception. How do you beat that? You can't. Oh, my goodness. Can't do it. And now, he got some good yards after the catch. Seventeen too. yards. Mm-hmm. And if you if you go back and watch, as soon as he made the interception, Devin White turned around in the center. Number sixty two was out there uh, trying to make the tackle. Devin White just slammed him and just kept hitting him <laughs> all the way through at, until after Barrett and everybody passed him. Oh, White yes. was still blocking him, pushed him. Yeah. <laughs> We do have great awareness when that happens. Any kind of turnover, our yes. defense, they're on it, and they're all kind of on the same page, and they know who has the ball and who needs to be blocking. Mm-hmm. So they're great at executing in that way. Yes. And then the very next play, Mike Evans, touchdown. And he runs, he goes and does a front flip into the end zone. Front that was great. You never see Mike Evans do stuff uh-uh. like that. And then he stands there and calls Donovan Smith over and handed him the ball, and Donovan got to do the spike. Let him spike yeah. it. Yeah. Why have Donovan Smith? He had nothing to do in that play. No. <laughs> I guess he just figured. Oh, he did get a phenomenal block at one point. I yeah, forget what play it was. He, like, steamrolled oh, somebody. God, yeah. He retweeted it. It's on his Twitter. <laughs> oh, that, we pointed that out. Remember, yeah. we recorded it. We were going to – but yeah. we wanted to really enjoy the game, so we didn't do a lot, any tweeting yeah. or retweeting uh, or uh, putting clips out. But, yeah, who was it? Oh, yeah, he steamrolled the guy, and then the guy pulled him down. Remember, yeah, he grabbed his like shirt and pulled it down. six. It was one of the running back touchdowns, I think. Mm, yeah, we had Keyshawn and uh, Giovanni Bernard both had a touchdown. Yeah, early. it was a great block. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yo, he played great. Thomas Smith played great. He was yeah. pancaking guys out there. He was doing good, good work. Uh, but there was there was just so much energy on this team. I mean, you yes. could see it immediately. We were out there and we were having fun. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. On special teams, they mm-hmm. had it. You know, it was just everywhere. And that's kind of what we said that has been lacking this season. It felt like was kind of the energy. But yes. I think, again, I just got, I think they were saving it, for, saving the it for the playoffs. Yes. And we were praying that that's what it was because mm-hmm. we're like, man, this team's looking a little dead in some spots at times. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we kept saying, man, you know, they, they have to be waiting for the playoffs. They're just saving everything because they knew they were going to make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. They knew it at the beginning of the year, uh, but they definitely knew it five, six weeks ago. Yeah. You know, they were like, we only got to win one more game and we're in. We got yeah. this. So I think they, yeah, I think they've all been holding back. They didn't hold anything back in this game. Uh, 5-12, Jalen Hurts is 5-12 in the third quarter. Uh, Jalen Hurts does a fake handoff and keeps himself in, but he, he, uh, he does a fake handoff, but then he is like going to run. It's like one of the uh, option plays. Mm-hmm. Tryon got back there and tackled him for four, negative four, a loss of four yards. Why is that not a sack? Now, we talked about this before. Mm-hmm. This happened a couple weeks ago. Like at what point does he become a runner? Well, even still. I mean, at any, at any point, a quarterback can be a runner, right? And at any point, a runner can be a quarterback. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're behind the line of scrimmage, you can throw it. So why why was he considered – why wasn't that considered a sack? Yeah, and he did not get credit for a sack. No. You're no, we right? had that happen quite a few times where, hmm. you know, he would, he'd run the ball and we'd tackle him behind the line of scrimmage and it wouldn't be a sack. Maybe when it's a run play, it's a sack. That yeah, so I mean, or it's a run play, it's not a sack. Right. So you know that's up to the officials or whoever keeps those stats. But you know, it seems to me like you know, kind of like how Drew Brees would always throw the ball in the dirt when he was getting sacked, and it should have been intentional grounding. Why can't quarterbacks do that? You know, step back if they see they're going to be uh, sacked, just tuck the ball and start running. You get mm-hmm. sacked, but that happens all the time too. You see quarterbacks, they tuck the ball, they go to run, they get sacked. Why is that considered a sack? Right? Or is it? I don't know. Yes. Maybe it's not. I don't I'll know. tell you, man. I've never looked into it. Yeah. Just went weird, weird mm-hmm. one. Uh, and, but that's something that Coach Giano said, and he emphasized, you know, when we led the league in tackles for a loss, it's back to Levante David's first year. He, he was an incredible man. I mean, he had so many tackles for a loss. But Shiano was saying, and it really opened my eyes to tackles for a loss. He, you know, Chiana said, a tackle for a loss is the same as a sack. And that's what we want. We want tackles for losses. And we led the league in it that year. And Levante David led the league in it. Uh, and ever since then, I've always real paid attention to tackles for a loss. You know? So on that one, I was like, why wasn't that considered a sack? Mm-hmm. But why is it considered a sack if the quarterback's in the pocket, he feels pressure, he tucks the ball, he starts to run, but he gets sacked? But maybe that's not a sack. I've seen it happen. It happens to Brady. (laughs) They'll count it as a sack. Yeah, who's in charge of saying what's a sack? I guess that's the question. Hmm. Uh, The very next play, 98, Nelson. He forced Hurts to throw the ball away. He had a good game too. Which, Which reminds me. I'm not exactly sure when it happened, but I noticed for most of the fourth quarter, so it might have happened about the middle of the third quarter, Shaq and JPP didn't play. They had Nelson, Tryon, and uh, Cam Gill out there. Mm -hmm. And then uh, Nacho and McClendon were out there Mm -hmm. for a significant amount of time also. Yes. So I guess we figured, hey, we're up 31 points. Let's rest our defense for the next yeah, game. Yeah, I mean, I think the big guys in particular. Yeah. Yep, so uh, so then they had to punt after Nelson forced <clears throat> that thing. And <laughs> at Ryan Jensen gets called for a, quote, snap infraction. It's listed as an offensive a false start. But it was called on the field as a snap infraction. Now, here's what happened. He, the line was set. He's standing up, right? Tom Brady's behind him. Jensen's standing up, and he bends down real quick, and as soon as he touched the ball, he snapped it. That's a snap infraction. I guess he didn't – you have to be set for a second before you can snap it. He's 
rules are so funky. Yeah. And how do they even keep track of all of them? That's what I don't get. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. All of our penalties, except for that JPP penalty, was BS. You know? All four of them. Four. We have, like, no penalties. We have four for 35 yards. They had four for 45. They had 45 yards to our what? 35. That's why they lost the game, man. (laughs) (laughs) And the three turnovers. (laughs) Yeah, turnovers are the bigger one. Penalties don't mean anything. Mm -mm. Uh, Fourth quarter starts. Uh, See, the prompt return, that's that's where – uh, with, with 12 minutes left, they scored their first touchdown, but it was back-to-back big plays. 31-yard punt return, uh, 30, 34—no, 31-yard punt return, 31-yard screen pass, and then a 34-yard run by Boston Scott. Gave Philadelphia their first points of the game at 12 minutes and 15 seconds in the fourth quarter. 31-7 to seven at that point. They got They got hope. They got hope. Mm. Uh, the ensuing kickoff, Gronkowski was called for holding. You notice anything weird about that? Why is he on special teams? Why the frick is Gronkowski out there on a kickoff return? I would assume it's because they expected him to do an onside kick. So they had their hands guys out there. Oh. I'm because. With you. And Carl, wasn't Carlton Davis out there too on another one? Yeah, I think so. Uh, yeah, I think. Didn't he get – no, that was Giovanni Bernard got the onside kick mm. next time they scored. Yeah, so we were expecting an onside kick, and we had Gronkowski and the hands teams out there. So uh, they they kick it. Jalen Darden gets the ball. He comes running. Gronk does the holding. Jalen Darden is down. His knees are on the ground. They hadn't blowed the whistle yet, but everybody knew he was down. And a Philadelphia Eagle guy comes running over and clocks him right in the head. Launch with the helmet, too. Yeah, helmet with helmet. his helmet. Helmet to helmet. While Darden was kneeled down, one knee on the ground, and no penalty there, you know, of course. But let's yeah. let's let's call a snap infraction. I know. <clears throat> yeah, should have backed them up. Yeah. Uh. So about this point, that's when I noticed Barrett and JPP were not on the field anymore. It hadn't been for a while. Oh, and then this is to wrap it up. Jalen Hurts' last pass, you know. It wasn't a Hail Mary, but it was a, kind of a long bomb. And guess who caught it? It was incomplete. Who? Officially. Tom Brady. Oh, yeah. Tom Brady caught the last pass that Jalen Hurst threw. <laughs> it was right on the sideline. It was right in in there, too. Like, yeah. He just, like, it was like nothing. He caught it, and, man, he had the biggest smile on his face when he turned around, and then he just chunked it into the stands. Could you – who? What, I wanted that. I would want that ball so bad. I'm mean, like, this, this is a Tom Brady pass. You would have fought a child for that. Oh, yeah. I'd kick puppies for that ball, man. <laughs> Tom Brady pass. <laughs> but, yeah, he had this big, the biggest smile on his face. You could just tell this team just had so much fun with this mm-hmm. game. Mm-hmm. Winning. Yeah. So, Jalen Hurst's last, last pass of the 2021 season was to Tom Brady. Yeah. I mean, he's always got that. <laughs> always got that. He right. doesn't have to talk about this game other yeah. than to say that. So, yeah, great game, man. I loved every single second of it, except for uh, Worf's getting hurt and Jensen getting hurt. Yeah. Uh, Jensen, I knew he was going to – I mean, Jensen's been playing with a bad shoulder all year, and he could hardly tell. You know? I know. And he's just one of those guys. He's kind of like Kappa. Remember, Kappa's out there playing with a bloker and arm. <laughs> Ankle. <laughs> yeah. We – we got some tough guys on this team, I man. I know, yeah. Uh, Worfs, you know, I just yeah, he's a different young. generation. Different generation, yeah. Mm-hmm. He doesn't play mean either. Mm-mm. You know, Kappa and Jensen, man, they will smack your mama with their baby. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, very happy, man. Three more games to go. Mm-hmm. The Super Bowl. We got this. When is the Super Bowl? Oh, late into February. February 15th or something. Oh, right after Valentine's Day. You better get me something nice. <laughs> you better get me a Super Bowl ring. So it says 
as of December 28th, the Chiefs are a plus 400 favorite to win it all, followed by the Green Bay Packers at plus 450. Where's Tampa Bay at? I know. Big dummies. I know. February 13th. February 13th. So two days before, or a day before. Yes. The Valentine's Day. Yes. Uh. What was it? What did you just say before we were – you mentioned the date? Oh, the uh, oh. Chiefs are the favorite to win. Yeah, you know, I, I challenge anybody to look at all the teams that played this weekend and say who is the best team. Mm-hmm. We gave the most dominant performance by far, and we just looked – we look unstoppable on offense, defense, special teams, everything. Again. I know. I'm telling you, man. Okay, let him sleep on us. We bring our A game. There's nobody in the league that can touch Mm -hmm. us. We did not get to watch the Pittsburgh Kansas City game. Yeah, our power went out. Our power went out. We got (laughs) part of that storm. We didn't get the. We got the rain. We did not get the snow. We had flooding. A lot of flooding, which is typical in this area. And our power went out. So it was about like nine o'clock. We were watching the game. It just started. Yeah. Power went out. So yeah. Didn't get to see any of it. So we're all sitting here. We're like, what do we do now? We don't have the idiot box to look at. <laughs> so we went to bed. <laughs> we were just like, let's just go to bed, whatever. Might as well. Yeah. Our daughter was like, can I get on my tablet? It's not going to work. No yeah. internet. No internet. And we didn't even have data on our cell phones. To, we would have used that to watch the, watch the game. Yeah. Watch the game. Yeah, cell towers were out. It was weird. So the Bengals ended up beating the Raiders pretty, pretty, pretty goodly. Oh, that re- that reminds me. This is the last of gay stats. Oh, my gosh. Here we go. All right. First openly gay active NFL player, Carl Nassib, performed and became the first openly gay active NFL player to play in the NFL playoffs. Bam. Did he run to any stats? Three tackles. Oh, Okay. He recorded three tackles in the game wow. against the Bengals. He had 13 defensive snaps and six special team snaps. Okay. Hmm. Well, making history. Making history. They lose. There it is. Now, they kind of got hosed by some calls, right? Whoever was officiating their game is not officiating any more oh, games. That's apparently. right. Uh, Jerome Boger's Boger. crew. Yes, they blew the whistle and... While the ball was in the air, mm-hmm. and then the Raiders caught no, the Bengals. the Bengals caught a touchdown pass. While the ball was in the air, the whistle was blown, which I swear he blew the whistle as soon as he threw the pass. But on replay, it was in the air, and uh, so then the play should have been dead, but they allowed the touchdown. And you could see the Raiders guy didn't really try hard because the whistle had been blown. And they got the touchdown, and the, the officials conferred and then decided, okay, touchdown, even though we blew the whistle. And you see Jerome Boger was, like, laughing, smirking as he was talking to the guys, going, oh, man, we really screwed up here, but we got to let this touchdown stand because uh, they will probably uh, put us on spikes here in this stadium if we don't. Yeah. Well, so, cost them the playoffs, though. So. Yes. Uh, the – the NFL has said that that referee crew will not be refing any more playoff games this year. <laughs> I've never seen that. Never that seen that before. That is crazy either. to me. Yeah. But okay. Yeah, I ain't mad. I know. Uh, we had a, a listener of the show give us some information, a commenter, Xavier Santini. I hope I'm pronouncing your name right. Uh, pointed out that I d- did not include the 62-yard field goal game in the rivalry video. And thank you very much for that. I knew I was missing something. <laughs> I, I figured it was going to be more than just one thing. But I was, there was something that was just creeping in my – I was oh, yeah. like, man, there's a game here. But, yeah, it was Matt um, – Bryant. Uh, Matt Bryant, yeah. And it was the last second. It was the mm-hmm. last second of the – it was 2006, October 22nd, 2006. He kicked a last-second 62-yard field goal to beat the Eagles. Yes, man. I was so – I was like, oh, gosh, I wish I would have shown that. Put that in the clips too. Uh, so thank you for that, Xavier. 
do appreciate it, man. That's why I love you guys. You keep us honest and accountable. That's right. So the Bengals won, uh, ended the third longest playoff drought in NFL history. Uh, let me see. They Their last playoff win was January 1991. Can you imagine? We thought we had it rough. I know. It's been, what, 15 years for us? Yeah. It's been like 30, 31 years, nine days. Oh, my gosh. There are Bengals fans that are alive that have never seen a playoff win until yesterday. Well, We're they got it. Yeah. Uh, the longest was the Cardinals, 51 years, five days. Whoa. Yeah. Wow. And the, the second longest is the Detroit Lions at 34 years, seven days. Oh, my God. You just Whoa. expect that from the Lions. Yeah. Sounds about right. <laughs> if it, it could have Check been the Lions that. or the Browns. I'd have been like, yeah. I know. It's about right. Mm-hmm. Man. So, Cardinals, Rams tonight. It'll be an intense game. Intense game for us as Buccaneer fans because we get to see who we're going to beat up next week. And you're mm-hmm. saying you want it to be the Cardinals. I do. I am rooting for the Cardinals. So they have beat the Rams. Oh, it's a one-to-one series this year. So they've gone. Rams won in the beginning of the season. Um, or I'm sorry. The Cardinals won in the beginning of the season. That was week four. And then they just played five weeks ago. And the Rams won that one. Hmm. Yeah, the Cardinals are the, their last five games, they've only won one. Hmm. So, uh, so chances are pretty good. The Rams are going to win tonight. Where are they playing? At Rams? Yes. Hmm. So it looks like we might be playing the Rams next week. All right. That's going to be a scary Bring game. It. It's going to be a scary game. Bring I don't it. care. They have beaten us. Maybe. I mean, yeah, it'll be. It'll just give you an excuse to be a drama king all weekend. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love it. That's that's the fun of it, okay. man. Uh, people, it, who do you think is going to win tonight? It could go either way. Like the Cardinals are not playing well. Like I said, they've lost four of their last five. Like that's. And, you know, they played Seahawks, Colts, Lions. They lost to the Lions and the Rams. I know the only one they beat was the Cowboys, 25 to 22. So they got to get their stuff together. Um, They're apparently shorthanded in the defensive backfield. And you see they brought Eric Weddle out of retirement. I It's like, what? Yeah. Oh, the Rams. That's the Rams are. Yeah. But, I mean, still you're like. What has he even been practicing? I know off season. I mean, is he in shape? Maybe he was preparing for a boxing career. Mm, yeah, you true never enough. know. Him and Le'Veon Bell were training together. Yeah, uh, uh, the, the Cardinals got the Watt boy back. I was just about to say that. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. These two teams know each other, so there's that right. too. It's gonna be a fun yeah. division game. Yeah. For all intents and purposes, intents and purposes. So. Uh, it'll be good. It'll be a fun game. I hope I can stay awake the whole game. I don't I'll keep you awake. Okay. I'll poke you with a stick every time I see your eyes <laughs> go close. <laughs> um, now, I don't – man, you know – okay, so you want the Cardinals to win. Yeah. I I think I want to root for the Rams to win because I want to beat them in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So let's make, a, let's make a wager. No. No? Yeah, okay. Uh, you're going to buy me dinner. My choice. Okay. Not Taco Bell. And, <laughs> <laughs> and then, it has to be a sit-down restaurant, not fast food. All right. And if I win. We can't say that on air. <laughs> <laughs> if I win, you have got to say on the podcast the truth. You just got to speak the truth. Just say I am the most awesome person you have ever known in your life. Okay. Okay, I can do that. Okay. And I get a dinner out of it? Yeah. Dang. Well, plus, there's other things we'll talk about <laughs> after. <laughs> oh, Lord. All right, guys. Man, we are enjoying this game this week. Just bathe in it. I've got a neighbor that I've been looking for all day long. He's, he doesn't want to come out, though, because he knows he's going to get it. He comes out every day at 3 o'clock. Every day at he 3 o'clock. Home. 
checks walks his mail. By and goes, so he's got to, yep, walk yep. to the mailbox. Mm-hmm. Got to cross our path. I put my flags up last him. night and it rained so bad. They got drenched. One of them fell off. I had to hang them up in the bathroom today because <laughs> they were so wet. So anyhow, guys, it was a great win. Uh, we still got a ways to go. We still got three more games ahead of us. Uh, we got this big one coming up. And, it, you know, it doesn't even matter who wins between the 49ers, Green Bay. Uh, both Either team's going to be tough, although I think Green Bay was probably the better opponent. I don't know. I, I just don't know enough about the 49ers. Yeah, I think I'd rather play Green Bay just because they're the devil we know. But I don't want to go to Green Bay. I want the 49ers to come to Raymond James. That's true. So we want to root for the 49ers. And Mm -hmm. Molly wants to root for the Cardinals. I want to root for the Rams tonight. Although I'll be happy either way. You know, I just, I just want to, I just want to beat the Rams in the playoffs. That's it. I just want to beat them. That's true. That would be a good playoff game. Yeah. I, I think the Arizona will be a much easier game for us. So in that aspect, yes. I want them to win. But, guys, enjoy this. Enjoy it immensely. We, are, we have the best quarterback in the history of the NFL. We've got, probably got the best coaching staff in the history of the NFL. According to Ralph, we have the best football team in the history of the NFL. And this ain't going to last forever. So sit around, soak it up, enjoy it, rub it into everybody's face that you can think of. <laughs> Just wear your colors proudly. Yeah. And wear them all week. If you only got one jersey, one shirt, wear it all week. Don't even wash it. Stink it up till next weekend. Let's do this, guys. Think positive. Do it. Think that we're just going to slaughter our way to the Super Bowl. Yes. You think we'll play? I wanted to see the Patriots in the Super Bowl. I really do. Uh, you think we'll see the Chiefs again? Uh, right now, it's down to the Chiefs, the Bengals, the yeah. Bills, and possibly. I ain't scared of any of those fools. Like. I know. The Bills, we're going to – they're sad. We're going to – you know, I just – We already beat them once this year. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I'll take on any of them. I'll take on all of them. Let's do who, it. Who's the fourth NFC – or AFC team? Who am I missing there? No, we got three. There's three left at this point. Uh, Kansas City, um, Buffalo, and Cincinnati. Oh, oh, and who had the buy? Tennessee. Tennessee, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Tennessee. I'll play any of them. Yeah, any of them. Don't care. Not scared. Come on. All right, guys. That's going to wrap it up for us. Till next time. Go Bucks.